Everybody in the world to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour on every podcast provider in and around this big, beautiful, sexual blue-green orb that we call planet Earth. Oh, baby. Oh, man, alive. What is the day today? What's the day? It is February 25th at the time that this is being released, that is. <laughs> <laughs> Quick warning. <laughs> and yeah, we've made it, guys. We've made it to the end of the, of February. The summer, the the month of love has passed. We are gone and we're just we're just enjoying our life now. Uh the, the wonderful band that I'm about to introduce in a moment here brought beer because <laughs> I'm recording at five PM, which is like the latest I've ever recorded this podcast before, so excuse me if I'm a little sleepy. Five PM is usually my bedtime. <laughs> And and we're just enjoying, enjoying, reflecting on this remarkable, successful month of love that is February. But that's not what's important, guys. What is important is this Saturday, March 2nd, is my birthday. Woo. Woo. Michael Dupree is turning 27. Is it math? You're nodding. <laughs> You're nodding like you know. I don't know. <laughs> I think I'm turning 27. What's 2019 minus 1992? 27. Yes. 27. Math. <laughs> Just really, all you have to do is do 9 minus 2. That's the important oh, that's thing. And then you see the 7, and the rest of it just follows through. I'm turning 27 years young, guys. Congrats. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It's it's been a long time coming, and I uh, I feel like this is going to be the last year where I'm not uh, freaking out so much about turning into my because when I turn when you I feel like when you turn 28 is when you're like oh my god I'm going to turn 30 in two years. 27 you're like I'm still in the dog days of my 20s. I feel like that's the year you're not sure if you're going to make it. Yeah. Know? Like lots of people don't make it past 27. Oh yeah, that's true. Wait, do they not make it to 27 or make it past 27? It's the 27 club. Yeah, People. I don't think they make it past 27. Uh oh, so. uh, at least 27. But I gotta be famous. Club. I got. <laughs> I, I better be famous by the end of 27 because if that's I true. if I kick the bucket before I'm done, then that's I'm not even gonna be part of the club. <laughs> no one's gonna call me like, oh, you know the 27 like club with club with maybe. Jim Morrison and Kurt Cobain and Michael Dupree. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna happen. I gotta become a famous rock star. You guys looking for another band member? <laughs> I don't think you want to hitch on to our ride. Maybe you guys want to hitch on this ride. <laughs> Maybe yeah, this is to go into be, the mood. Be some regular podcast members. Yeah, there know. we go. And we'll become the, the Nirvana of the local Detroit Art Showcase podcast. <laughs> if you have never listened to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour before, it is an art showcase and comedy show where we feature local musicians. Musicians. Man, this couple sips of beer I took have already hit me hard. (laughs) Local musicians, painters, poets, (laughs) artists, sculptors, directors, actors, uh, and beyond. And it is also the world's only mandatory podcast. Uh, So, welcome back, everybody in the world. Uh, Or at least everybody in the world who's not a dirty, stinking criminal. (laughs) And breaking the law by not listening to this podcast. Today, we have a remarkable band joining us on the show, and later we will be joined by Cupid's first cousin, Tony Valentino. Uh, He's got some words to say about Valentine's Day from a couple weeks ago, and uh, I can't wait to hear what he has to say. But right now, please welcome the band who is self-described ethereal bedroom music for non-punctual people. Please welcome, <laughs> key, please welcome Black Shampoo. Thanks. Happy Black to be Shampoo. Here. Hello. Mm. If Black Shampoo was an actual shampoo, what would it smell like? <clears throat> I feel like it smells like pine tar or something. Pine tar. Wow, really uh, bowl resin. Bowl? Oh. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Not interested in, in that. I was thinking maybe it could be like a like an activated charcoal. Or something yeah, like that. Like I'm that. sure there is black shampoo. I like activated charcoal. Yeah. 
Uh, Black Shampoo is also the name of a 1970s black exploitation movie. Uh, so. Crime fighting hairdresser. Crime fighting hairdresser. Yeah. So there's that too. But you guys, that's not you guys. No. <laughs> no. Uh, you are Alex Wildner, Jeff Jablonski, and Jake Schwant. Yes. Am I saying that right? You cry. Yes. Of the band Black Shampoo, and we are missing dear friend of the show Carson Morton. Yep. But he couldn't make it because he is fighting crime. He's he's badass. <laughs> it's just a coincidence, though. Yeah. Yes. Well, Morton, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yes, welcome, you guys, to the show. And tell me, if let's go around the table, introduce who you are, what you do in the band, and uh, if you uh, were to completely eradicate a holiday from the world... Uh, no one knows you were the one that did it. It just never existed. Uh, what would it be? And it can't be like, can't be like Arbor Day, you know. And it can't be a holiday that no one celebrates. You no cop out answers. Although, okay. if you don't want Arbor Day, I will accept that answer. <laughs> that was a bad example of an answer I wouldn't accept. <laughs> it is Arbor Day. Uh, it's a tree day. Tree day. Everyone plants a tree. <laughs> it's like it's like Earth Day, but it's like it's like. Earth Day's like, not your mama's Arbor Day. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's Arbor Day. All right, so starting on this side of the table, please introduce yourself. Say what you do in the band, and what holiday would you eradicate from the world? Uh, I'm Alex. I play guitar and sing, and kind of like a sheep herd dog for the rest of these procrastinators. Sheep herd dog. But it's uh, blind leading the blind, because we all kind of just... Are blind. Are blind and, you know, move, (laughs) fumble through the darkness all Mm -hmm. the time. Uh, Yeah, I don't know as far as holidays. I feel like there's not enough, man. Not enough holidays. Not enough holidays. But if I was going to get rid of one, it'd probably be Valentine's Day because it's expensive. It is expensive. And, yeah. I already kind of do a lot of stuff for my lady and her birthday was just last month. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like, what, are you going to get another day? And and you know what? I, I like it. I like it. We had a good time. But uh, on Valentine's if Day I had birthday. to pick one, that would be it. Like, just take your take t- take your significant other out on dates on the reg. Yeah, you don't got to yeah. do it on the fourteenth of February. Fa- Valentine's Day is just an excuse for for shitty boyfriends to be shitty the rest of the year, because then they have a good Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah. Just make up for it one day of the year. That was a that was a baby boomer Facebook post if I ever heard one. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's like a. That's Mother's my... Day, Father's yeah. Day. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna treat my parents like shit. I only yeah. celebrate. I only am nice to my parents two days of the year, <laughs> yeah. and only one of them get one of those days each. So I guess those are all interchangeable. That would be my answer. Very good. Yeah. All of the holidays celebrating emotion. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> Great. Next up, we have. Do 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 do. Oh, hello. My name is uh, Jacob. I'm the. Uh... The bass player in the band. Boom, boom, boom. I actually play guitar. Oh. But uh, not they don't in the let band. You. They don't let you play guitar. They, they don't let me. He's a better guitar player <laughs> yeah, than both of us combined. Yeah, probably. Yeah. No. So what happens? Well, I just I I actually really ended up liking <laughs> playing bass. Mm. I found it super enjoyable. Very nice. You mm. could just play guitar and play the really low notes. I could. I actually <laughs> we I was thinking about doing that. I was like gonna put like this crazy octave pedal on a guitar, and we'd have three guitars and a drummer. Hmm. Get one of those baritone guitars or something or like, like that. It's never yeah. too late. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> never too late. You have the opportunity. To. <laughs> I the lower. Try that. You know what? We only have like maybe ten years left on this planet. Don't waste another one not trying out your your weird ambition. There's, there's enough bands with bassists and guitar. Why not have yeah. all guitars and yeah. one be pitched super low? I mean, White Stripes has only guitar, but oh, they only true. have one. Yeah. And drum, but they're dead. So. <laughs> you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> is he dead? I, well, I no, see, the white stripes him. are dead. Oh, right. Meg White and Jack White, as I understand it, are alive and well. That's good. I'm happy. Uh, as far as that. like the recording of this podcast is, at least, this is going to seem very insensitive if one or two of them, one or <laughs> oh both of them, gosh. die uh, by <laughs> February twenty fifth. But knock yeah, knock on wood. I don't want them to go. No, no but I want to see them back together. Actually, right. I want. Come on, come on, white two. stripes. Album number two. <laughs> <laughs> Any album after the first one is not my way. <laughs> I, want to, I want to return to form. 
And if you ha- were going to eradicate a holiday from the world, what would it be and why? Uh, well, uh, maybe Cat Day. Cat? What's Cat Day? Is there Are you cat- making this up? No, you I'm can't make up a holiday to kill. There's a Cat Day. <laughs> I just feel like it's what if you give cats a holiday, then you gotta give all the other animals a holiday. I'm sure they all do. Cats. I'm sure they all do have like, you know, there's always these holidays you look up. It's like, oh, Facebook is like, oh, today's National Hug Your Brother Day. Right. <laughs> Not hugging my brother today, <laughs> just because you tell me to. Right. He would never hug me back. So you're, so what you're saying is, you want to get rid of Cat Day, but by proxy, you want to get rid of all days dedicated to one specific animal type. Right. Wow. Why? We should just have an animal day. <laughs> yeah. One day dedicated to all the animals. All animals, including humans. <laughs> including humans. <laughs> Let's just celebrate life, <laughs> conscious life, not right. not plants. Yeah. That's for Arbor Day. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to wipe out all, yeah. all the... All right. I can, what day of the year would Animal Day be on? Uh, February 29th. February twenty oh once every four years <laughs> we're we're celebrating animal and we're getting all the animals drunk right. <laughs> that's what we're doing it's their day I'm into it and last and maybe least we have damn oh this is okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can I can accept that pretty, pretty quickly so uh, should I announce myself yes. I'm Jeff yes. and uh, I play guitar and I'm one of the the other half of the songwriters in the band very um, nice and I can't think of any many holidays offhand mm. but um, I was gonna say Chris- I was gonna Christmas. say Christmas yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, uh, keep, I keep coming back to Christmas I'm sorry but uh <laughs> Are we killing Christmas right now? I mean, this it's, can be pretty wonderful at times, but it's also... It's the most wonderful time of the year. That's what they say, yeah, yeah. It's it also most... carries a, like a or at least suicidal depression for a lot of people and a lot of stuff like Very that. Very true. Not, not to be heavy or anything. I mean, it's But true. Maybe if I could kill part of Christmas, it would mm. be like the um, the anxiety and the depression and the money and all that stuff that, that goes into it. That is fair. Yeah. Because, you know... That's a good answer. Like, so you, you would just buy nothing for people on Christmas? Does that would be nice, right? Does seeing out. all your estranged family members give you more anxiety, or buying presents give you more anxiety? It's not the estranged uh, family members. No, no, no. So it is. I the typically, presents. I typically <laughs> enjoy my family for the good. most part. Yeah. Very good. Very wholesome. Yeah. Kill the presents. <laughs> Kill the, yeah. No more what gift if, giving. No more gifts. Yeah. Yeah. Just make a nice that. dinner for yeah. your family and call it a day. Maybe get mom some earrings because she deserves some. <laughs> but other than that, no presents. It is a lot. The older you get, the more people you know. And it's like, the more people you feel obligated. So <coughs> call it a day with present giving, right? Yeah. Let's just kill Christmas and start over from the beginning. I feel like it's also like a really heavy thing to say. And um, I'm sorry for that. Kill Christmas? Yeah. Are that's a lot get, of weight. That's a lot of. Really I mean, I feel like you said that. I should probably go into hiding now. I know. No, I think you need to commit to it. You need okay. to. You need no. to murder Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the, the next step. He's the one. He's yeah. the uh, the arbiter of all the gift giving. He's Kill Santa, then everyone's going to remember what Christmas is all about. The reason for the season. <laughs> Do like a, a book burning of all the Christmas stuff. And that's honey baked ham. No more Dickens. <laughs> no more Christmas movies. Yeah. Kill the Grinch. Yeah. He's an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Really, really kill the economy, though. Yeah. Yeah, if we killed Christmas, <laughs> right. then uh, the nice. the GDP for <laughs> every true. country is going to tank. <laughs> right. It'll be a new depression. Well, it's kind of fucked up. It's got to happen. <laughs> We've got to learn to survive without it. <laughs> so, moving on, let's talk about... What what the heck? Where where did black shampoo come from? Where did this? What is? How how did this happen? And also, what's the name mean? Um, is it actually activated charcoal? Was the inspiration for the name? Yeah, it was. Uh, we, we like all the fricatives in it. Fricatives. Yeah, oh, in are... charcoal. <laughs> <laughs> well, charcoal has a couple. But... Couple one or two tr- fricatives. Yeah. Uh, like the imagery of it. Uh huh. Um. And we just kind of had to pick something because we procrastinated and a show was coming up, mm-hmm. our first show. So we went with that. Um, and I know Jeff from, like, when I first started playing guitar. And I'd see him, like, play, and 
songs that he wrote at like open mic and I would like try to do I'd try to write songs too um, but I, I looked up to him a lot and anyways we ended up uh, reconnecting like I don't know ten eight years later or something like that mm. and uh, the rest is history the rest as they say yeah is history very nice uh, so uh, let's talk about like what kind of influences the songwriting of the the band? Like, how, what uh, what kind of things do you make? Because I, I, you guys, I think you're all in uh, different bands too. You're in, uh, are you all in different bands? I know uh, some of you. Everybody are. else is. I'm not. This I, is your this is your one and only baby. This is it. This is it. Very this, nice. Mm, every once in a while, I still play uh, solo stuff. Well, yeah. what makes a song a black shampoo song and not a another another band song or another project song or? How, what what what's what's the black shampoo feel? Uh, I don't think it's really anything that that complicated. Just mm-hmm. songs that I write and songs that he write ends up being what we play. Very nice. I play in another band, Remnos, um, mm-hmm. but I just play bass. Mm-hmm. So you're the bass boy in that band. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah on the low end. I mean, uh, I think we we both uh, played a. We're basically doing like solo gigs where you just go up there and you play by by yourselves. And mm-hmm. we wanted a band at some point um, and to explore like a, you know a larger sound than just an acoustic guitar. You kind of get put into this like um, to this like folk bracket if you play an acoustic guitar. Mm-hmm. You're automatically folk. Then and you're that's the not folk necessarily band graduation what parties. we identified with, <laughs> yeah. but what other people identified us as. Yeah. you know. Um, and it just seemed like, uh, I, th- I remember I had a conversation with him a while ago, uh, that it seemed to me that if we didn't play music together, that it would be like a pretty big missed opportunity. Like mm-hmm. just like by the end of the, you know, whatever, our life or whatever. So I mentioned that in passing and then. That's coming up. Um, well, it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> The end of the life. Yes, uh, we got about ten years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. whatever. Uh, um, <laughs> whenever that comes. But um, twenty-nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it just thirty-seventh birthday. I guess it planted a seed <laughs> or something like that because uh, about I don't know, like six, eight months later, he got back in from out of town from traveling, and I got back in from out of town from a short trip. And that day, he asked me if I wanted to be in this band. What's the difference between traveling and a short trip? <laughs> Um, I was living out of my car. Oh. <laughs> that is the difference. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Got it. That would be it's like five months difference. in my car. Yeah. Not that there's any real difference, but yeah, that, that that's is, what I was trying to say. <laughs> trying it's to okay. That's okay. It makes me sound like a bum, but I, I was kind of embracing hey, it. Hey, I mean, so. you had a car that you loved in. Yeah. That works. That must have been fun. That was great. <laughs> you a big car? I, well... No, it was the single cab, but I slept in the back of the pickup. You slept in the cab of the pickup? No, the, the oh, like the, the back seat. Yeah, got it. Or no, no, I I slept in the uh, the bed. But was it it's a like cover? a six foot bed? Yeah, I had okay. a bed cap on it. Whew. Yeah, that's cold, buddy. No, it was <laughs> it was summertime too, so it wasn't that bad. Nice. The rain sucked. Yeah, <laughs> so it was not waterproof. Oh, My I had a bed for the first three months, and then it got really moldy. Oh no. Yeah. Nothing worse than a moldy bed. That's what I always say. <laughs> <laughs> I never. I don't get to say it a lot because it doesn't apply to the conversation much. But right now, yeah, <laughs> nothing yeah. worse than a moldy bed. <laughs> oh man, thank God. Yeah, <laughs> I've been able to not sit on that one Do for a while. Do you still have that bed? No, no, I I chucked it. <laughs> chucked it just yeah. out the window. <laughs> <laughs> I was at a, a rest stop. It's uh, somewhere in Oregon, mm-hmm. and uh, I was sleeping next to. Uh, some other people that were sleeping there too, but they had a car, so that I think they were weatherproof in there. Mm-hmm. Cars don't leak as much as beds of, of pickup trucks. Yeah, yeah. So, so they say in that little part of Oregon, you can still hear the cries of, <laughs> of the moldy bed. <laughs> she walked past this restaurant. It was a rough couple of weeks. I hit a deer like a week later too. On purpose, out of anger. Uh, <laughs> are you hungry? You no, it's, like it was hungry? like it was like okay, so. Uh, 2013, there was a shutdown. Mm-hmm. I was staying in national parks and stuff at the time, mm-hmm. so I couldn't get into any parks. Very fun. Yeah, <laughs> so I was just driving around. 
So, man, the government shutdown affected more than just federal employees. Right. Affected people who are trying to sleep in federal parks, too. Yeah. They really shut down, like, the whole... They yeah. They can't even go in. Yeah, I was That's like... wild. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Man. I guess they got nobody, like, manning it. I don't know if they did that this time around, but... Yeah. Very interesting. People need to see Shenandoah, guys. People need <laughs> to see Shenandoah. Build the wall already. <laughs> <laughs> JK. Um, <laughs> all right. So let's. on that note, what is this first song that you guys want to show us called? Ooh, baby. <clears throat> what's, the, what's the song? Um, Which is the first one? Well, the first song on the record is uh, called Love Joy. Love Joy. Love Joy. That's a good one. Sweet. Yeah. What's this one about? Uh, I was, I was, um, I guess I was, what's it about? I don't know. It's a. Uh, I was tracking, kind of tracking, uh, Comet, Lovejoy at the time, but mm-hmm. it's not really about that. It was, the name is just uh, something that was on my mind at the time, mm-hmm. and I used some of the imagery, a little bit for, um, in the song to kind of like interpret like this kind of cryptic message or whatever I was trying to say, uh, but it just seemed poignant of the time. I was the song's just about like. Um, Kind of without saying everything about it, um, things that I was focusing on, things that kind of like spin, and uh, you know, so like planetary systems and relationships and things like that, kind Very of cool. inter- intertwined. In that. Very nice. I don't know. It's kind of heady. I like head. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so here is Black Shampoo with Love Joy. Stay 
Music to my ears. So <laughs> <laughs> the only time that's appropriate to say. Yeah. Like someone talking and saying something nice isn't music to your ears. Music is music to your ears. <laughs> oh man, very cool. So uh, let's talk. So in uh, what when when is Hamtramck Music Festival in like what like two weeks now from from the time of this is I think released? It's three weeks. Three weeks. Oh, from the time that this is released. Being released. Right. Yes. Well, you know, was it the eleventh? Mm-hmm. What ninth? Eleventh. Music Festival Fest is March seventh, eighth, and ninth. So it's actually in uh, about a week and a half. Wow. Cool. Yeah, it's coming cool. up, guys. I can't wait. Yeah, I love HMF. Uh, actually, my first time ever being in Hamtramck, uh, as well as probably a lot of other people. It's probably not special. Was going to the Hamtramck Music Festival. Uh, and it's great. It's uh, all sorts of different acts from all over the Detroit area. Just get together and put on a bunch of weird shows. And I love it. Yeah, <laughs> so you sure. guys, it's one of the best. It's probably the, my favorite festival. And I'm, uh, I'm a little biased. have you guys yeah. uh, played before, played at HMF before? Yeah. Uh, the last couple of years we've played. Mm. Uh, we played at one of the Plav posts, and uh, we played at Whiskey in the Jar the year before that. Which is funny because uh, uh, whiskey in the jar. Oh yeah. We played. We actually had played that together ten years before we played it again. Mm. For um, what did it used to be called? Uh, blowout. Oh, no, Blowout. <laughs> yeah, I played the blowout with um, Jeff and some other some other buddies uh, when I was eighteen. That's mm. fun. Very nice. That was before you could even be in there legally. Yeah, <laughs> certain things just don't seem to matter in Hamtramck. Though. Yeah, <laughs> don't say that too loud. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, so, so yeah, Black Shampoo's playing at Hamtramck Music Festival. Uh, what what day are you guys playing? Friday. 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 Yeah. And uh, and you're playing where? Polish Sea League. Polish Sea League. Yeah. yeah. Very exciting. Uh, so this is your first time playing HMF with your record being out. Uh, correct? Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and let's talk about your record. Uh, your self-titled Black Shampoo record came out of May last year. Whoa. <laughs> came out May last year. Mm. <laughs> and, uh, sorry, that was my, my pocket. <laughs> um, so yes, uh, let's talk about, let's talk about that record. Let's talk about putting it together. Well, what was the process, and let's talk about the release too. Um, man, process was uh kind of long. Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we had played those songs for a really long time, like before we were. We had moved on to different material before we even decided to do that, and. Mm-hmm. Then our drummer convinced us to you, well. You got to record the old stuff to archive it. Yeah. yeah, so that you don't just like lose it forever. So, yeah. uh, we've been past that stuff like way. I mean, when we were recording it, we were already done with it. But um, so it, it didn't really take that long. We went into the studio, uh, our our buddy's place. Um, reverse release, is what they're called, and Southwest. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> 
And uh, I mean, it took like a couple days, and then it took yeah, the months bulk, after the that. Was, the bulk of it was recorded in a couple days. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, all the instruments and stuff were recorded in a couple days, and then uh, I don't know why vocals took like seven months. <laughs> yeah. so, just sing it one syllable at a time. Yeah, right. <laughs> Basically, like just patchwork. Stop by for a day, just a minute a day. But um, yeah, I mean, it was it was a great experience. Those guys were super cool, um, like super patient with us and everything. So yeah, uh, they're 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 musicians, and um, they were they were really enthusiastic about recording us. So it was really easy to choose to record with them. Um, and we figured that we were in good hands, you know, as far as all that went. So the, that experience of it was, was really cool. They're really cool. Very, very nice. And but we just, uh, you know, momentum. Sometimes if you, <laughs> if you lose like a little bit of momentum, you gotta, you gotta work to pick it back mm-hmm. up. Uh, that know? procrastination thing's real, man. Yeah. We yeah. take a long time to do anything. So mm-hmm. not very punctual. So how did it feel when it was finally out and on? On shelves around the world. Uh, the the show was a lot of fun, man. Uh, and big props to uh, Morris Choice. Love that guy. Yeah, great. Um, he he does a lot of good stuff for tons of musicians around mm-hmm. around the city, and uh, he's put our record in stores and stuff, and that's super <laughs> cool to be on on shelves, like you said. Yeah, yeah. We seem to be surrounded by good enthusiastic people this is a good like uh it's a good inverse of like what we how we like uh put ourselves forward or don't put ourselves forward you know do you think a lot of that's attributed to just how unique the detroit music scene is in general um because it seems like such a it, it i'm not super familiar with the uh what it's like to be in another town's music scene but uh, everyone i talk to has, says that detroit's music scene is just so collaborative weird and i love it <laughs> yeah me that's, too man uh yeah I, I can't really speak to it too much mm-hmm. having that's... like not really spent any time being active in any other music scene i lived in chicago for a few years though and uh that was kind of hard to break into yeah uh, um it never really happened do you, why why do you think it why why did it seem hard because uh there's just so many and not it's kind of more competitive uh that could be part of it I mean, it also kind of seemed like uh, a lot of people were already like in established bands that I I was friends with, mm-hmm. and um, winter uh, destroys people over there. It's like don't go out, don't <laughs> do anything. It's hard to get anybody to like meet up or do anything. Um, so you're like, well. Uh, it'll take me an hour on the train, and I got to bring my gear with me, and it's like <laughs> no, not, not going to happen in this windy city. Yeah, <laughs> poor Chicago. <laughs> it's funny because man, you're you're like I'm. I lived closer to my friends than I uh, in Chicago than I do here, and I still see like my friends, you know, all the time here. Mm-hmm. Chicago sucks the soul out of you. What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, let so do you guys have any future music uh, in the works at all that we can talk about? Uh, we're we're yeah. working on a yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah. There we go. That's all the only answer we need. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we're 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 throwing together. We want to try to like do a new set by Hamtramck Fest. Nice. So, yeah, that's the that's idea. totally doable. Yeah. We're like halfway there, man. Happening, yeah, and and we're not even halfway to the recording of this episode being released. There we go. <laughs> so you got time. <laughs> By the time that people are hearing these words, you might already have your set ready. Yeah, Ooh. we're gonna yeah. be a quarter of the way done. <laughs> Wait, you're going backwards. Yeah, we're going backwards. <laughs> 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 the closer we get, the less material yeah. we have. Right. Very nice. Uh, so, what is this next song that you will be gracing us with? Uh. Let's listen to Snot Rocket. Let's do it. Let's listen to Snot Rocket. And uh, what is this one about? Um, I wasn't prepared for that. Snot. Yes, yeah, it's, it's about, about a, uh, it's just a funny song, kind of like anti-love song kind of thing. Frick love, guys. Frick hey, man. Love. 
Valentine's Day. Yeah, Mother's <laughs> Day. Get rid of Mother's Day. <laughs> love you, Mom. I love Jeez. my mom, but you don't deserve a day. <laughs> Just, kidding. Just kidding, Mom. All right, so here is Snot Rocket slash Mars One by the band Black Shampoo. not rocket if I were you then I'd hawk it and you're tender like a biscuit made of bricks and smell like bisquick and you're pretty like a stop sign guess I'm into red and sitting in line oh well I'm always getting creaky and I waste my own time Oh, come on Oh, come on You're my junk food That was very snotty. <laughs> oh boy! So, uh, thank you guys so much for your time. And but, as we all know, time is fleeting, <laughs> and we must move on to our next guest. Uh, and you are all more than welcome to help me introduce him. Please welcome the famous uh, cousin, first cousin of Cupid. Uh, you know the famous Valentine's. Uh, uh, Sprite. Yes. That, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's uh, my cousin. And uh, his name is Tony Valentino. 
Welcome, Tony. Tony. Hey, 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 what's going on, gentlemen? Very, very good to have you on the show. Very good to have a, such a, a celebrity on the show, really. I'm happy to be here. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not really the celebrity my cousin is, mm-hmm. you know, but I, I appreciate you acknowledging what I do and who I am. Mm-hmm. That means so much to me. You're a celebrity by proxy. Thank you. Thank you. Because I don't really get a lot of credit like I should get. You know what I'm saying? You know, dealing with a famous cousin like Cupid, you know, everything's about the 14th, mm-hmm. you know. And, you know, I just decided I need to put myself out there. Yes. You know, I'm re- you know, I was listening to the show earlier, and um, I caught uh, a couple uh, holidays you gentlemen was talking about uh, getting rid of, right? Mm-hmm. I feel that way about Valentine's Day. Oh. <laughs> I feel strong about Valentine's Day. You know, I'm, I'm completely anti-Valentine's Day. Unlike uh, my cousin... I don't even like saying the C word, but I'm going to say Cupid. I don't like saying the C word either. Oh, <laughs> Cupid. A, Cupid. A, okay. Yeah, I don't like saying Different C word. <laughs> yeah. Cupid. Uh-huh. That C word. How would you describe Cupid? With the other C word? Uh, he's an asshole. <laughs> he's the A word. You don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You can say it. I'm sorry. He, Call him an asshole. He is. He is. He's an asshole. He goes around shooting people with bow and arrows and all that stuff. Non-consensually. <sighs> Exactly. <laughs> Everyone trapped up in love. I mean, who needs love anyway? You know. Uh-huh. You've never been in love before, Tony? <sighs> I don't want to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> the way I feel, I'm going to give you three days. Three days of love. Uh-huh. After the third day, boom, bam, it's over. Oh. You know, he got his bow and arrow. I got my bubble gun. Bubble gun? Bubble gun. That's a bu- like, a, like literally like bubbles? Like, uh, you making fun? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's a lot of humor and laughter when I'm saying no one's laughing at my oh. cousin. <laughs> He's not here. You're absolutely right. Um, Yeah, I tend to uh, hit people with the bubble gun and wipe away all that love. You know, mm-hmm. three days is enough love for me. Yeah. You know, get so, rid of it. So what, on, on February 17th, you come around and you just start s- shooting people with your bubble gun? I, I got it. I got a couple uh, tactics that I do. Uh-huh. You know, I may walk up to somebody on the street. They all holding hands. A man may have his hand in his lady's back pocket. She may be <laughs> it's embraced. It's very inappropriate. Mm-hmm. I'm not feeling it. Mm-hmm. So I may walk up to him and I'll be like, stop the love. Just shoot him with the bubble gun. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the sound of it? It wasn't very loud. No, Just like, no. <laughs> Shoot him with the bubble gun. Yeah. <laughs> then they start looking at each other in a very strange and awkward way. <laughs> and I, I get caught up in the mist. I just get so much joy from watching that that look. That. It's like when you find out that uh, you know, what's those candies where they sweet on the outside and it's sour in the inside? Sour Patch Kids. Exactly. Yeah. When you find out that it's not so good. Yeah. It was sweet. Yeah, it but sweet. it's not so good. Yeah, it's a little sour now. Yeah, it's really sour. Mm-hmm. That's the way they look at each other. And I'd be like, yes, stop the love. <laughs> Man, that's, I mean, that sounds kind of worse than what Cupid does. Because that's also not consensual, first of all. <laughs> well, Which you, know, you were vehemently against a moment ago. <laughs> I'm totally against my cousin. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it goes back. I say, you know, uh, you know, let me tell a little history. Uh-huh. Every year we meet up, I say you about May. June. You and Cupid he meet up around May or June? Yeah, we normally have like a family reunion. Oh. He comes there. And, you know, I just got tired of him just flaunting around with his bow and arrow. He a little person. <laughs> so, you know, he, he, he flaunting around what he do and all this stuff. And I'm like, you know, something's got to change. You know, uh-huh. it shouldn't be all that love going around. Uh-huh. So I came up with the idea, you know what? I'm going to design the perfect anti-love machine. Mm-hmm. And it was my bubble gum. <laughs> So it's easy peasy. Easy peasy. So, do you have any other notable members of your family that you meet up with at the fa- uh, at your family reunions? Um, nah. No. Um, not really. No one that I would know. No, you know, normally when it's a family reunion, you expect everybody to be there, but it's normally just him. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say his name again. Cupid. I'm not going to say it, but you choose to say it. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> Somebody is working against me. No, sorry. Mm, mm, mm. I just want yeah. to be clear for the for the listeners. Thank you. I appreciate you. It's normally just him and I. 
and um, a bunch of hearts. I don't know where these hearts be coming from. Uh-huh. You know, and then, you know, rose petals and stuff. So it's not really a f- family reunion. Okay. It's just a union, I guess. You just you and him hanging out. We just hang out. <laughs> 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 yeah. And so then <laughs> he started talking about all the wonderful things that he do around the town, around the city, around the world. Uh-huh. You know, how he got Hallmark a part of his little scheme to uh, get the love flowing. Oh. So he's pulling the strings on Hallmark. I guess he is. That's what he said. Oh, okay. You know, but um, I'm starting from the ground up, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm taking my anti-love machine one couple at a time. I'm stopping all that. So you don't even want, like, beautiful couples that have been mm-hmm. together for 34-plus years uh, to enjoy. The, they have three children together. They're very happy. Mm-mm. They go to Disney World every two years. Nope. Nope. Killed love. Nope. Nope. Uh, if a happy family is a horrible family. Wow. Just, I don't want none of that. If they want to take a trip, they should take it to like uh, the local park. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> local park with trash and debris everywhere. I'm good with that. You know what I'm saying? Don't take them to no place where you got to get a plane and fly and hold hands and think about beautiful stuff. So you nope. just don't want people to be happy. It's not what I want. It's what Cupid has caused. Caused too much over-sexualized love. I mean, what's wrong with that? It's a lot. I'm not with it. (laughs) That's it? You're just not with it? Not with it. There's nothing, like, morally wrong with it. Well, you know, I once had love. Oh. He's opening up. No! 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 (laughs) I refuse to talk about it. Please. No. We got to get to the bottom of this because I feel like there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of anger and there's a lot of uh, content or uh, contempt uh, in your heart, and I feel like uh, I feel like everything will be better if we just get to the bottom of it. I once had love, and that cousin of mine. Well, he knew I loved this lady named Agnes. Agnes yeah. sounds very pretty. It's not anymore. <laughs> I loved Agnes with all my heart. And the day, the day I was going to let her know how sweet and beautiful she was to me, mm-hmm. I see her walking with, I'm going to say his name, Jerome. Mm-hmm. So my cousin come up. Agnes and Jerome sound like a very nice couple. My cousin come up. He come flickering and fleffering and all the little stuff he do mm-hmm. and uh, all these hearts. So he see them holding hands and talk about sweet nothings. So he decided to pull out his longest bow. I watched it from afar. It was the longest bow I ever saw. Does the size of the bow matter or the size of the arrow? <laughs> it was the longest bow. The quicker the arrow can get there, from what oh, I yeah. understand. Like, so, or, look, I can't explain it. <laughs> All I know is the bow was long and the arrow was short. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's aerodynamic. It just doesn't seem. Doesn't seem uh, practical. He reached for the arrow. (laughs) He pulled the bow back. Pow. I watched it. Mm -hmm. It was like slow motion. Mm -hmm. It hit Agnes first. And then somehow it hit Jerome. It went through Agnes. (laughs) And Jerome too. And it was a red burst of love in between them. Things ain't been the same since. No. No. You uh, use the bubble gun on him. Oh, God. Did the bubble gun exi- bubble gun exist at that point? It did not exist at that point. Mm-hmm. But ever since that moment, I could never find them. Wow. I've been looking for them all this time. This has been over twenty five years ago. Wow. Well, if you, I mean, this is a mandatory podcast, so the chances that, that Agnes and Jerome listening right now, assuming they're still alive or not criminals. Uh, is uh, is pretty likely. So if you, you if you have anything you want to say to either of them, Jerome, you an asshole. Uh, Agnes, <laughs> you know how I feel, baby. You know how I felt. That bow and arrow was not meant for Jerome. It was really meant for me. I just wasn't there. But hold up, you. you uh, 
They were already holding hands. <laughs> That's what I was getting to. <laughs> what? No! You have, you're just realizing this When now. I see you, I'm hitting you with the bubble gun. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you and Jerome. Oh, man. Both of them. Wouldn't it, be more, wouldn't it be more hurtful if you hit only one of them? So then the other one would be, it would be unrequited love and it'd be painful. I, I love, shouldn't be encouraging this. I love the way you think, bro. Oh, no. <laughs> I love the way you think. <clears throat> See, that would bring a lot more misery to the world. if you Maybe just, we should hang out a little bit more. I'm not going to I'm not gonna invite you to my wedding. <laughs> you should. I'm not going to. Why not? <laughs> do I have to, <laughs> should, do I have to clarify? You need someone like me there. No. Too much love at one place, it causes other things. At a wedding, too. Wait, no, hold on. It causes what things? I'm going to give you an example. Okay. I've been at weddings where uh-huh. a wedding is taking place, then all of a sudden, somebody else want to propose. Oh, God. Taking the joy away. See, in that situation, I would be upset. If someone, if anyone, this is a shout out to everybody that's attending my wedding. If you propose at my wedding, I'm going to shoot the bubble gun at you. <laughs> That's why you need me there, brother. All, the only reason I would invite you is if you promise not to shoot me or my fiance with the bubble gun. I don't know. Okay. It's up to discussion. I'm not going to invite you. Okay. All right. I'll live. With, with the bubble gun, is it like one big bubble or is it like a bunch of little That's bubbles? a good question. Thank you. Well, I want to imagine. Trying to imagine. Um, with the bubble gun, see, the bubble gun has so many. It's like. Different functions. Uh, different <laughs> components to it. Different. So when you press the trigger on the bubble gun, it's like an array of bubbles come out at it's you. A, it's like it's a burst, burst of anti-love. So it hits you. Oh, it hits you. It hits you hard. You know, just like that hits you. It hits you real hard. Please, please don't throw things at my other guests, by the way, Tony. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. You know, it's just an accident. A hazard. That's how I get you. What, right. so, what if Cupid and and you, Tony, both shoot the arrow and the bubble gun at the same time? Wow. Hmm. Does it create craziness? Does it create so like a time vortex? Is it like crossing the stream? I, know, I, know, I, I never experienced that before because me and my cousin are never in the same place. Except for in May or June. <laughs> May or June. <laughs> but then it's just, oh, just you Neutral time. <laughs> yeah. No love. That's why no you, love. That's why people don't Neutral fall in love in, the, in, that, in that time frame. Have you ever heard of someone starting to date in May or June? No. We meet there because no. it's extremely hot. Yeah. Extremely hot. So sizzling. There shouldn't be no love sizzling right there. Mm-hmm. Although May has been a lot colder lately, I feel like, mm. than, than in the past. That's why I kind of pick May a lot when we meet up, because I love cold atmospheres. But I thought you wanted it to be warm, so people wouldn't fall in love. <sighs> You're confusing me. I'm ready <laughs> for my bubble gun. Oh, God. Wait a minute, I just realized that you could shoot me with my bubble gun, with your bubble gun. <laughs> I could. Oh, I God. Could. You could fall out of love. I don't want to fall out of love. You had a good Valentine's Day? <laughs> uh, No. <laughs> You all right with me? <laughs> Those are one of my tricky questions, by the way. One of my tactics I used. You walk up to somebody and ask them, how was your Valentine's Day? They say, oh, it was wonderful. <laughs> how long did it take you to like come up with this technology of the bubble gun? Is something that... Yeah. Like, is a secret high-grade I mean, did you do that? Did you had, is there any like terrible things that happen when testing it or anything? Like yeah, that? I mean, you guys ever ask my cousin this stuff? The question here. No, I never met your cousin. I would also probably ask him the same questions though if he was here. How do you what what do what kind of sorcery do you have in those little arrows of yours, Cupid? Well, um, <clears throat> the way this came about was um, I met a uh, leprechaun, an Irish leprechaun. Oh, okay. And uh, <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense, yeah. and um, I happened to uh, run up, run past his his gold. He says me gold a lot, so uh, <laughs> and uh, he wanted it back, and I and I, I said, uh, in order for me to uh, give it back to you, I need you to do something. I need you to design me something that's going to be uh, beautiful for me. Mm-hmm. I talked about Agnes. We sat down. You know, we had <laughs> confided in the silver yeah, leprechaun. Yeah, we sat down and we had potatoes, and um, <laughs> all right, and beer. You know, and um, 
After that, he just said, hi. I know what I give you. I give you <laughs> the bop gun, the bobble gun. Oh. You know, and I said, the bop gun. And he said, ah, the bobble gun. So from that point, I just been using this bubble <clears throat> gun. So really, oh, okay. I didn't really oh, craft uh-huh. it. A leprechaun crafted it for me. So you have no idea of the, the, it's like a the science gift. that went behind it. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. It was meant to be. So it could have been made in China for all I know, but all I know <laughs> is he gave it to me. And I've been using it. And I love it. I love it dearly. Very good. Ah, did I say love? I said love. Oh, no, you're going to have to shoot yourself man. with a bubble gun. Oh, love. <laughs> What's the range on that thing? Like 50 feet? 30 feet? Depends on the wind. Part of my tactic. <laughs> yeah. I got, uh, I got like a, a long one with a with a scope on it. So <laughs> I got a medium sized one and I got like a pistol. So I got three of them. You got like you a, know, so. got a little Beretta on the inside of your coat, like James yeah. Bond. Like uh, bubble gun Rambo right now. Yeah. So with the long one, you know, I like to get up in trees, like real high off the ground. You know, people don't see me, you know. Because I'm kind of bigger than Cupid, as you see. Uh-huh. And uh, I like to be up in a tree. I like to look down my scope of anti-love. And just... So to the untrained eye, you just you just look like a, a, a large man sniping from a tree. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny, Mr. Dupree. <laughs> What's not funny? It's not funny. What? Which part of what I said isn't funny? Large man scoping. That's not funny. It's sniping. Sniping, scoping. You say you have like a gun that you sit in a tree and you aim down a scope. <sighs> to to the it's friendly though. Yeah, it's but not before you. Yeah, it's not. It's, like it's such not. a joyful thing to me. It's not. It's the opposite you, of that. When you get hit like, with the bubble, it's more like casserole. changes your world, changes your life. That favorite cat you like, gone. You put that cat out. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Favorite cup of coffee you drink? Gone. You drink a tea? Mm-mm. No. So it doesn't just make you not love the person you love. It makes you not love the things you love. Exactly. The things you're passionate about. That's mm-hmm. scary. Passion. <clears throat> now, Gone. with the bubble gun, does that just erase? It just, like, it erases everything you love and passionate about, or is it targeted? Like, you don't, now you don't love guitar, but you still do love piano. I got it. Variation of knobs on it. Okay. <laughs> and on the bubble gun, I can put passionate about, somewhat like, love, <laughs> feeling really fond of. It's a variation of uh, wow. things very, I can do. Very specific. Yes, yes, yes. Then is there like a, a like a, like all of the above knob? You know what? That's when things get really, really serious. Yeah, I'm just too positive. Too positive. Mm-hmm. Too much love in the air. Wow. Mm-mm. Sounds like a lot of responsibility, man. Yeah, it does. I love the way you talk, bro. Oh no, he said love again. Well, <laughs> 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 oh, thank you guys all so much for being on the show today. It's been an absolute pleasure, Tony. <laughs> Valentino, thank you so much. Is there anything that you would like to promote? Anything you'd like to plug? I would like to come up with uh, a new holiday, Ooh. and uh, it would be no low. No low? No low. What is no low? No low means that you don't love nothing oh. for 24 hours. <laughs> it's called no love day. No low. <laughs> Great. Thank you. Okay. I haven't specifically worked on the month yet. You know, maybe me and my cousin can come up. With some ideas, but you know, right now me and him is not working together. No, not no. until not until May or June. May or June. <laughs> okay. you know what I'm saying that's like my my arch nemesis right now. Uh huh. If he come in here, tell him I wasn't here. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'll be sure to do that. <laughs> and uh, black shampoo. Where can people find you, and what can people expect from you? Uh, find us on Bandcamp, SoundCloud, Facebook. Uh, we're playing Hamtramck Fest Friday night. Mm-hmm. At uh, Polish League. League. And yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, and what is this last song you'll be showing us called? Um, let's do uh, Bring It Back. Bring It Back. All right. 
so we thank you guys all so much for listening to the show. Bye. Stagger over while I watch you flow, levitating between your hair and smoke. What you got cooking is my favorite snack. You pick me kitchen in the two-song shack.
Michael Debris Variety Hour is powered by Pinecast and is a member of the Planet Ant Podcast Network. Please remember to subscribe and review the show on iTunes if you're so inclined. Find us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Michael Dupree VH. The theme song for the Michael Dupree Variety Hour is Don't Weigh Me Down by Broadcast 2000. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Wow, that was great.